1: Tales of Mystery, and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record as they long.
2: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad.
1: On oh, night. Nice. <laughs>
2: Here we go, dear listener. We're going to have a guest in a few minutes, but you can get your phone calls in now. 0344-499-1000. The only show on a speech radio station right now that don't do Brexit. Put that on a poster, Denny. Come on. Sell the hell out of that. 0344-499-1000, Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. Who's this lady in the studio? Me, mm. Catherine Boyle. I've been meaning to ask all night. I just felt too embarrassed. Um, we'll talk Britney in uh, in just a few a uh, few minutes. Oh, we're gonna have. Um, oh, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do this uh, later on. Uh, a message. An act. This isn't even a joke. An actual message from beyond the grave. From former Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, some would say the greatest Prime Minister this country ever had, and her views about Brexit. There's some spiritualist group did um, did a seance, oh. and uh, and they're they're legit spiritualists. They're not like these dodge parts that you get. Oh, speaking of which, Clinton Baptist on the show next week. Um, these are like a legit spiritualist group. And they did a seance. What does seance mean? What's the it's French word, right? I'm guessing. Seance. Silence. Is it like silence? Silence? It no, means silence? It's
0: not. I think it's more like a I think it might be from viewing, but I'd have to check.
2: Okay. Oh, sorry, I thought you spoke French. Um okay, sorry, my well did the, 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 the I misunderstand you situation. I thought you were you were a French speaker, I do apologize to apologize for misunderstanding shall I check
0: it and if I'm right you my, can kiss it
2: my French accent is getting um, guys and girls it's getting super hot isn't it uh, pardon pardon me um, is this uh, you say this seat taken um, I, would, I believe you were sat in my sp-
0: ah, ok it's a late 18th century word, French yep. séance, from the old French, "soir" from Latin, sedere or sit. So, so you are wrong,
2: so you were wrong, you were wrong. Okay, that's fine, you were wrong. Hey, we learn, I learn the most from your many, many failures in life. Um, excuse me, I think you are sitting in my seat, is this Rosé, is this Rosé, uh, is this Seat Citois? Uh, because I have... Uh, oh, excuse me, I'm in Rode. Um But is this seat next to you taken? I, maybe I could uh, sit down and I've got all of this popcorn for the movie. C'est... I has too much popcorn for me.
0: Mais alors c'est quoi cet accent-là?
2: Oh, yeah, oui, 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 madame Oh, madame you're from... You are from my home country. uh,
0: (laughs) You're what? My
2: home country. (laughs) And uh, I'm being very careful how I say that word in my (laughs) French accent because I do not want it to sound vulgar. But you are from home. Please. uh, Which
0: which
2: part of France, Madame France, uh, j'habite vous? (laughs) Which part of Madame France, j'habite vous? Wow. Which part the
0: C'est trop
2: bizarre quand tu parles. Ah uh, my favorite part after my hometown Paris. Paris, I love Paris. It's my hometown. Mm. Paris, le, le Tour Eiffel, le taxi, le jeol taxi, the, uh, Pompidou uh, many wonderful things do uh, we see <laughs> there. I am Excuse me for not. Tu viens
0: spe- de quel arrondissement là mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm.
2: vous anglais Oui.
0: Bon, oh, petit
2: peu. C'est peu. "Let us practice English together." <laughs>
0: si Let
2: us practice English together in this cinema. By the movie will be starting soon, and I would like to enjoy the movie. I like to take my shoes off. I like to. Uh, listen to my oh God, je crois que c'est
0: mieux si, si on parle de Britney Spears
2: Oh, uh, pardon Britney Spears Pardon, pardon And Ima- scene Imagine, our, our guest is on the line now, right?
0: She thinks she's on the, she phone thinks she's on the sh- I thought,
2: France 2 I thought this was a goddamn British radio station she's These guys fan. are speaking in French What the hell is this? Where's
0: she from? Where, where is she from? Where is she from? America,
2: she's from the United States of America Gosh. Hey Joe, this pastrami on rye it's whack.
0: Now, if Britney Spanos talks like that, <laughs> I will pay you ten English pounds.
2: So, listen, uh, this is this is fascinating, right? And it's slightly out of my uh, of my sphere. I, I like Britney Spears. I like Britney Spears. I've mm-hmm. never, uh, you know, I like my I like my pop. I'm a big fan of pop, and I like Britney Spears. I'm not a massive fan, but I've I've never, you know, some people don't like certain pop stars. Yeah. I've always had an affection for her. I think she's does some great pop. I think she's very beautiful. Um, and we've talked about this. I was one of the people that laughed uh-huh. when she had the breakdown, which which is...
0: Well, it was extraordinary, and I think yeah. it was a turning point, actually, because up yeah. to that point, a, a huge... meltdown like that in public would have been greeted with that. And then I think afterwards, there, we all kind of looked at each other and went, ah, when, felt, uh, when you're watching being guilty. wheeled onto a gurney. Yeah,
2: I felt terribly guilty afterwards. And in hindsight, I mean, I'm ashamed yeah. at some of the stuff I said and thought, ashamed, you know, a poor girl one of the biggest, most famous people in the world from a very, very young age actually having a breakdown and we all made jokes about it. Uh-huh. That's what we did. Um, but you're right, I think it was a turning point in our attitudes towards mental health, particularly in women, um, and and uh, the pressures of, um, you know, being famous. I think we can take it a little bit more seriously. Um, but so I've got a real soft spot for her and I was completely unaware of this hashtag free... Britney thing. It just popped up like trending in my Twitter feed, and sometimes I'll scroll through stuff, and sometimes something will just get me. I oh, go, "Free Britney, what is that?" And I clicked on it, and boy, oh boy, I fell down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. It's it's fascinating. The, the the premise, as far as I understand it, is there are a, are a significant number of people who believe that Britney Spears is basically being controlled. Or was things have changed a little bit today, was being controlled, manipulated, possibly drugged, financially exploited by her dad, who had taken over her life and career, had conservatorship um, after the breakdown, which I think was in 2008. Anyway, I don't know why I'm saying all this, because we've got an actual expert on who can kind of fill us in on all the details that I've got hideously wrong in the intro. Uh, We've got uh, Brittany Spanos. Good
0: evening, Brittany.
1: Hi. Hey, how are you sorry doing? The... I don't have the, the thick New York accent.
0: <laughs> no, sorry, I, I, I'm so. I glad. win ten pounds, so I'm not sorry. I'm so glad that
2: um, <laughs> you didn't hang up, as you had
0: every right to do
2: in that awful, <laughs> slightly um, uh, inappropriate accent thing. Uh, you, listen, you're you're a writer, you're a journalist. You've written for Rolling Stone magazine. Um, you, you you, yeah. you, 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 and you have been following this free Britney story how, for how long?
1: Well. The Free Britney movement, as it is today, kind really started earlier this year, around like March, April. And okay. I started to pay attention around late April. So, but what is
2: what is the background been- to it? Because I I, I kind of did a hand fisted intro. What is what is the story?
1: Well, Free Britney as a pre hashtag has existed as a movement since around two thousand seven, two thousand eight, specifically around two thousand eight when her conservatorship started. But the way that it's sort of grown over the past around six months this year has been because of some shady things that were happening with her conservatorship and also some hearings that have popped up around her conservatorship that have shown that she quite possibly could be out of it this year. So what
2: So what are the concerns? In it? It, it was her dad took over... The business side of, of her, but when she after she had her, her famous breakdown, um, and, and people were concerned that he was, what, taking all the money, drugging her, manipulating her?
1: Yeah, so there there's a lot of speculation around it. It's really hard to talk about because there's not that much that people can really go off of. Brittany hasn't done any formal interviews since around 2008, nothing too in-depth. Oh, wow. And she really hasn't spoken out against it publicly, hasn't really said much about it. But basically, after she was put on a 5150 hold in 2008, when it seemed like there might be an endangerment towards her two sons that she had with Kevin Federline, she's been under a really strict watch. Um, And it's been her father, Jamie Spears, and this lawyer, Andrew Wallet. It's very unusual for an adult to have conservatorship. It's a very strange thing, Um, and usually only under very extreme circumstances. And the fans have been very suspicious of it for over a decade now. And it has, and I think a lot of people sort of have, have had many questions, and, but it's been something that's just sort of existed. She's been touring. She's, the, she's released albums since it started. She's had the Vegas residency. Um, so it's been sort of lingering for years, but I think that, um, again, given some shady circumstances, Andrew Wallet sort of asking for a half million raise at the end of the year is very suspiciously leaving the conservatorship, there's been more questions than answers this year. But also, I I noticed that, you know,
0: and you've got a special interest in fandom and you know that sometimes rumours can run away Mm -hmm. and they can start going off on their own tangents and take on a life of their own. But Lynn Spears has started... This is her mum. Yeah, liking things on on Twitter, for example, and and added more fuel to the fire. She seems to be wanting to get involved more.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, again, a lot of the, the growth that we've seen with Free Britney, where it's become... This sort of international phenomenon where people are talking about it in a way that is a lot more openly in support of her than we even got in 2007-2008 and onwards, um, is because her mom who has never really spoken out too much about it, she's not one of the conservators, she's not you know, involved with it, it's really Jamie Spears, uh, but the mom has been sitting in on the hearing, she went to the hearing that happened in May, um, which was very rare for her to be involved in that, and also again, the posts that she has been liking um, have seemed to show that she supports this movement, even though she has oh. not spoken explicitly about it.
2: Oh, so she's liked tweets that have the hashtag #FreeBritney, yeah. which which would
1: yeah.
2: Let let me let me play devil's advocate for a second, Britney. If mm-hmm. if if I love the fact it's it's Britney, and we got we're talking about Britney's. So. If Britney <laughs> Spears hasn't said anything about it, if if the people around her haven't you know she's not come out on stage in one of her Vegas shows and sort of winked to the fans and said help you know she's not if there's no actual concrete evidence out there just supposition and guesswork how do we know this isn't just some crazy conspiracy theory
1: i mean we really don't and i mean it's made it really tough to report on it this year because again there are so many protections around the the legal circumstances around Britney herself. I mean, again, she is someone that, you know, ideally it would be great to sit down and speak with her and get her opinion on this, but she really hasn't spoken about it at all. I think a lot of what started this movement was, um, it was started really by, or not started, but made more famous this year by two hosts of a podcast called Britney's Graham which is a podcast where they would kind of dissect her Instagram posts. Oh, And they were the ones sort of following the legal complications that were arising with the other conservator, Andrew Wallet, um, quitting very suddenly after he had gotten a huge raise and they had become suspicious because there was a period where she had kind of gone dark on Instagram, um, following a lot of posts that seemed to indicate freedom. Like she had posted like a, some memes that were like a brick wall in the ocean that was like, someday I'll be free. It was like a lot of stuff like that. So it's a lot of conspiracy and it's hard to sort of dissect what um, her giving a message yeah. to her fans and what is real. Because
2: part, part of it, and I'm coming at this with totally an open mind, okay, but, but part of it feels a little bit to me like the Paul McCartney is dead Thing you know the thing in Paul McCartney died in a car crash in 1966, and if you look at the front of Abbey Road, he's got no shoes on, which is a traditional thing, and John's wearing white and he's an undertaker, and all of that. And you, we, we can find clues in songs and on album covers and in Instagrams that can back up any th- theory, couldn't we? How, how mm-hmm. convinced are you, as, as a as a as a reporter, as a writer, as someone who um, I've got your Twitter feed up, and we'll give it a nice plug in a second, as someone who knows pop and knows music? How convinced are you personally that that this is this is a real situation?
1: I would say this was this is not something I would have covered if it weren't for the legal hearings that are right. happening this year, um, and so that is why. Like, if this were just a movement that was happening. Last year, there were no hearings that were coming up. There were no um, circumstances where, you know, there, like most most recently, the dad has um, stepped off as the conservator and there's been a lot of complications around him. And he was charged with harassment against one of the sons. I mean, there's a lot of things that have been popping up, which as a journalist, as a reporter, have made me a little bit suspicious and also wanting to explore it more. I'm still very neutral on it again it's really hard to tell where yeah. Brittany stands on this entire issue but i think that again if it weren't for the hearing that happened in may and the hearing that's coming up this month about the conservatorship which has not happened in years i don't think i i would have you know take my teeth into yeah. The story, yeah,
0: but for sure though, we know that there is friction within that family. You, you mentioned there about Jamie um, Spears being accused of assaulting one of the boys last week. Kevin Federline, mm-hmm. the ex-husband, the father of the boys, furious about it. I think Brittany took him, uh, took the kid out of the sort of the dad's care, and that sort. Of, people are seeing that as mm-hmm. a sign that maybe she's ready to step up and t- take some responsibility for her own life and her kid's life. So. It's a really sad situation, isn't it, for someone who seemed to have it all, you know, in the in the 90s, the noughties.
1: Yeah. Experience the unconventional. Even boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days.
2: On Talk Radio.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian
2: Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On talk radio.
1: The way that it was covered when it first happened, the way that people responded to it was very negative and also anti brittany I think it became a joke. It became, yeah. um, you know, a punchline for so many people when, you know, because it, it, it was so tabloidy and she had been in the public eyes since she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Many people thought, it, thought of it as very funny and she was shaving her hair off, like she was doing all these crazy thing. Oh, I was one of them, Brittany. Go, I, I, I did.
2: I was doing a TV show around the time. we made. Jo- I'm ashamed to say now that we made jokes about it mm. and we all laughed at it. And I'm, and I'm it horrified. I was laughing at a young woman having a breakdown in public, but,
0: but I did. But that was kind of the first time we'd witnessed it kind of blow by blow. It must have happened right. in the past you know, with, with child stars in particular. Yeah. We know that it's very rare for them to come through that unscathed, right? But this was kind of the new
1: media generation, so we got to see it. And Yeah, yeah and you think of the environment at that point. I mean, this was peak celebrity we've never had this type of 24 7 celebrity culture tabloid news cycle that we were having we had Perez Hilton at TMZ we had all these blogs pop up we had constant photos this was the peak era of of Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan I mean even the way that you know we cover Lindsay and Amy Winehouse and a lot of these women that were really struggling with um, substance substance abuse and mental health problems in a, a public eye and dealing with them in ways that were toxic and unhealthy for themselves. Yeah, There was really no precedent for the type of coverage that we were getting constantly around it. And I think that the way that they were engaging the way that they were, um, you know, milking the, I mean, not necessarily milking, but egging on a lot of the paparazzi Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like we were getting all this constantly and Brittany was engaging with it through her music, through blackout, give me more piece of me. Like she was making fun of this, but also again, we didn't really know the extent of it, and I'm sure that she really didn't know the extent of the mental health issues that she was struggling with.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, again, listen, I'm an old guy, so, you know, I, I, my references are old guy references. This isn't unprecedented in the world of pop. We were talking earlier about Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys in the mm-hmm. 80s, and he was completely under the control of Dr Eugene Landy, who was mm-hmm. making millions of dollars off him, was getting writing credits, and wouldn't let him you know, go and meet up with his brothers and the rest of the Beach Boys and at the time everyone's going, Well, yeah, this looks like a normal setup. He's mentally ill and he's living with his psychiatri- psychiatrist. And and now in hindsight we realise that he was he was being abused. You know, he was he was being mm-hmm. exploited and abused. So what is being suggested could be happening to Brittany actually isn't that far-fetched. There 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 is at least one other precedent of this. Do we know you say she hasn't done that many kind of certainly hasn't done any in-depth interviews. Do we know is she is she okay mentally now? I know it's a kind of a a vague, big, almost unanswerable question, but is is she okay? The, the, The interviews that she's done does she seem to use a street to? Does she seem with
0: it?
1: Well, I mean, again, going back to the the podcast that really got this movement going the way that it's been this year. I mean, the entire podcast was about her Instagram, yeah, and it's really interesting that. Over the last few years, her social media presence through Twitter, through Instagram, her videos were like kind of mom-like Facebook memes that she posts of like Disney and like, you know, like fairies and stuff like that. I mean, that felt like a glimpse into Britney that we haven't seen in a really long time. I mean, this was like very clearly her running this Instagram, like it's very like, lo- like lots of memes, lots of videos of her working out, lots of videos of her with her boyfriend, um, just like her like doing little fashion shows, like. I think for a lot of the fans, it just was kind of a a nice little nod to she's doing all right. She's living her life, even if it's a lot of protection around her and a lot of restraints around, you know, or alleged restraints around like what her life can be. There seemed to be this glimpse of she's doing well enough. Um, And so that kind of fascination with her social media, which is why when she did go dark earlier this year before she was, um, before she revealed that she had been in a mental health facility, it kind of led to a lot of concern and really burned a lot of this. Um,
2: Brittany, it's so nice talking to you. Will you... I know that there is kind of, there are court cases and things happening, you know, coming up for, throughout the rest of the year. Um, can we stay in touch with you? And can you, can you keep us up to date with what's going on?
1: Yeah, of course. And we'll be carefully monitoring it and hopefully have something um, to report on. The next court hearing is September 18th. Okay. Um, so we'll be covering that, depending on what comes out of it on Rollingstone.com, but we will also, depending on what else comes up, if Brittany talks at all, if there are any updates from the conservatorship, um, be covering it over at Rolling
2: Stone. Hey, nice one, Brittany. We'll, we'll stay in touch, because be, I, I find this fascinating, and, it, and if it is as people are suggesting, then it's, 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 well, it's incredible, and it's horrendous. Um, what else are you working on at the moment? What, what else is going on in the world of pop?
1: I mean, we had such a big month with August and Taylor Swift album, the Lana Del Rey album, kind of coming off of that, looking forward to the fall. Um, We recently just had a a big cover story on Harry Styles, so hopefully covering more of his music as it comes out. And uh, Yeah, I mean, there's so much great pop music coming out over the next few months that I'm really excited for, and Grammy nomination soon, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Oh, the-
2: Brittany, you have to come back on the show. I like yeah. it. I love you. You're great. It's Brittany Spanos. <laughs> if you want to follow, I've just tweeted her, her thing. But if her handle, if you want to follow her, it's oh hey Brittany. Oh Hey, Brittany! Uh, Brittany is in the ferries. If you uh, need to know, <laughs> hey, it's so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for the, your time, Thank you Brittany. Thanks for having me. Thanks, yeah, thanks a lot. Brittany. She's great, man. We'll she have her is. back. What a fascinating story and brilliantly explained. Because it's it's kind of out of my sphere a bit, but um, I love that. Thank you, Brittany Spanos from uh, Rolling Stone.
0: And it's you know it's about Britney Spears, but it isn't. It's a really human story about mental health, about you know pa- parental kid relationships. It's got yeah. oh, it's, it's so interesting. Thanks, Brittany.
2: Yeah. Okay, listen back. To- Normal service resumes, 0344, switchboard's empty, so we need some calls, 344 499 This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Contact Talk Radio. Call 344 499 Text TALK and your message to 8722. Texts cost 25 pence plus your standard network rate. Or you can tweet us at
0: Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio.
1: Support comes from ServiceNow